This is Karen Yankovich, and you're listening to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams Podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams Podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Dream Chasers, this is Amy J, and you are listening to episode 114 of Chasing Dreams. I have a special episode for you guys. A good friend is now here. Her name is Karen Yankovich. She is the president of Uplevel Media, a social media marketing agency delivering profitable, cutting edge digital strategies. Karen is an internationally recognized LinkedIn evangelist and social media consultant who is an expert at helping businesses use LinkedIn and a range of other social spaces profitably. Her newest venture, Get Seen, Be Heard, provides social media and do-it-yourself PR training to thousands of members. A popular trainer and international speaker, Karen's social media advice and expertise can be found in guest contributions on dailyworth.com, Huffington Post, Social Media Examiner, and Career Talk Radio on SiriusXM. And she is soon going to be launching her own podcast, and I'm going to call her a podcaster, even though it hasn't launched officially just yet because she's got... Two in the in the in the can, so that's essentially there. Karen, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to be here, Amy. Thanks so much for having me. Now you're old hat at doing interviews, I'm sure, but have are you old hat at doing interviews as a podcaster? Well, I'm old hat to being on this side of the interview. <laughs> I'm, and and I have done quite a few interviews as the interviewer as well. So I am owning that you're calling me a podcaster because I am so excited to be, you know, to be rolling into that world. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really exciting for me to be on your side of the microphone, um, officially and, and consistently. So let's, let's kind of put it out there. When are you thinking of launching? Oh, I think it'll be soon. I think it'll be soon. Like I would like to, it'll definitely be in October, hopefully earlier rather than later. It's, I've got a couple episodes already recorded. I've got time on my calendar blocked out to record another episode on Friday. And I want to get a couple episodes ahead. So my sure. VA is not, I'm not torturing her. You know, I like to kind of give her plenty of time. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping by this time next week that I've got four or five episodes recorded. And what should, what's the name of the podcast so that people can start looking for it? Yeah. The name of the podcast is Good Girls Get Rich. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm so excited. Okay. So guys, if you're listening to this after say October 9th. October 15th. Oh, okay, October 15th. All right. October 9th. I'll, I'll, I'll own the October 9th. She's owned it. Check it out. Okay. Go find the podcast and we're going to get a link and I'll update the show notes link with that podcast information as soon as it launches, guys. So definitely check that out on the show notes page. But Karen, you you and I met at MapCon because yes. you're a podcaster. Because I'm a podcaster. And I'm really, when I decide I want to do something new, I really want to do it right. And I want to kind of immerse myself in it. So I was really excited to be a part of MapCon um, to, to just start to get to know other podcasters and Oh my gosh, I learned so much at that conference that I think it saved me 
weeks or if not months and certainly lots and lots of money um just in just the tips and tricks that i got around podcasting was awesome well we met there and really it's your own fault truly i say that kindly because you gave a talk on the friday night and i was just like listening mesmerized like "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." she is just i see why you're a linkedin evangelist yeah like i didn't know that was a thing but you it are. Is, it is. It's a thing. It's a thing. If Maybe I created it, but it's a thing. Uh, you are. I mean, you have linkedupprevolution.com, which is 21-day challenge. Yes. Yeah. It's like a whole mini course. Yes, I, can't, I can't recreate Karen's talk, but let me, let me sum it up like this. She spoke upon the power of LinkedIn. And even more than that, she talked about the power of networking. And I was just blown away by that. And I know I wasn't the only one because I had been talking to some people and it seems like not everybody understands the power of networking, especially when you're chasing dreams. Do you agree? Is that something that is helpful when you're chasing dreams? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's because, you know, when you're chasing dreams, what you want to do is you want to start to hang out with people that are already experiencing those dreams, right? So you can do that really easily when you're networking, right? I decided I want to become a podcaster. That's a dream. So what do I do? I, you know, find a way to network with other podcasters and it helps that dream come true even more quickly. Now, have you always been a LinkedIn evangelist? Like how does that come about? I want to talk more about networking, but I got to understand how you got here. You know what? It, LinkedIn is really a tool, right? It's not really LinkedIn that does the work, but it's a tool that we can use to do that. What I have always been passionate about, which is what led to good girls get rich, riches as a digital marketer. And I'm a digital marketer. You're a digital marketer. We're all digital marketers. If we're, if we have, if we're using, if we have a Facebook page or a website, or, you know, you're using a digital medium podcasting. So you're a digital marketer. So as a digital marketer, I want you to step into that role as expert. I want you to, when you chase the dream, I don't want you to chase the dream and be hanging on the fringe of it. Right. right. I want you to be right smack in the middle with, you know, hanging out with the people that, you know, you want to act as if you're peers with the most influential people in your industry. And LinkedIn allows you to do that. LinkedIn is where your digital brand online starts. You know, so if somebody throws my name into a Google search, LinkedIn's going to come up. So it's where I can confidently and expertly kind of you know, shout from the rooftops that, you know, I can help you do these things. And where that leads into good girls get riches, I want you to you have to do it in a way where you say, I'm awesome at this. Like nobody wants to do business with somebody that says, I'm pretty good at this. I can handle this. You know, you want to do business with the best and probably you are the best in some aspect of what it is you do. So LinkedIn allows you to own that. And when you can own that, how good you are at something, that's where you that's where it becomes your career, right? That's where it becomes profitable for you. And that's where you can stay in your zone of genius and build out from there profitably. And how cool is that when you're doing what you love to do, what you're good at doing, and you're earning a living at that. That's the dream, right? It's like the trifecta. Exactly. And LinkedIn is the tool that I think is the place to start. So I teach social media in general, and I would never say this about Facebook or Twitter as much as I love them. I don't ever say everybody needs to be on Facebook, but I do think if you're marketing in digitally, if you have a, if you're a digital marketer, you need to be on LinkedIn. You at least have to have a really strong, confident presence. Now, when you say digital marketer, 
So when you say that, and those who should be on LinkedIn, do you mean the actor, the actress, the artist, creatives, or people who have a business? Is it only for businesses? Or maybe that's a misconception. No, I think it's for anybody. I think it's for everybody that is a business professional. And, and it doesn't matter if you're a, a dancer or a stockbroker. Because even as a dancer, right, if you're looking to get hired, you know, on an, on the next gig, having a great LinkedIn profile, and, gr and granted, you're going to have this on your website as well, right? But having a great LinkedIn profile allows you to network with other people that might be able to include you in upcoming projects that they're doing. Because on LinkedIn, you've told them about all the experience that you have and all the awards that you've won. And hopefully, other people that have worked with you, maybe are leaving you recommendations on LinkedIn saying, Amy was such a pleasure to work with. She made our production so much better just by her presence, right? So you can create a brand there that when you do start to network with people that can further your career, it's going to make it easier for them to say yes to you because you've taken the time to make it easy for them. Have you always wanted to do this? Like when you were in high school, were you the person that that just, you know, new people? You know, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. Because you know what? Here's the thing. Like, I, you know, I'm a lot older than you. And, you know, I grew up in the 60s and 70s. And in the 60s and 70s, you know, we were kind of taught that we weren't allowed to brag about ourselves, right? We were kind of like, you know, I mean, listen, it was the women's revolution and women's lib and all that other stuff. So women were starting to come into their own. But yet we were still being taught differently by the actions of the people around us. So I kind of had to unlearn a lot of that stuff. And as I, you know, matured and went through my own career and realized how, you know, my, my background is in IT, right? So I was a project manager in IT consulting in a really male-driven industry. Mm -hmm. Very often I was the only woman in the room. So I knew that if I didn't walk into that room confidently, I was going to get my lunch eaten. So I had to learn how to be really confident in what I was doing at an early at an early age so that I could continue so I wouldn't get fired, you know, so I could continue to build my career around that. And then I realized as time went on that that was it was kind of a unique trait that a lot of women didn't have that same ability to be confident. They knew they were good at it, but they couldn't portray that confidence. So I think that's where, you know, the older I got, the more I owned it. Of course I wish I learned it earlier, but the older I got, the less I cared about what people thought about me. And I just kind of went out and did what I, what I wanted to do. That's a impressive quality because not everyone has that. I mean, as you just said, for those who aren't good with it, right? Getting on LinkedIn is one thing. How would you help them? So let's say I'm not good at networking or just meeting people or going outside of my comfort zone, so to speak. What advice would you give to someone? You know what? The advice that I would give to someone is to really remember that whatever it is that you do, whatever it is that you're really good at, if you don't find a way to get your message out, there are a lot of people that are not going to benefit by that. So instead of you looking at it as, you know, I need to sell or I need to get my name out and it's all about me, make it all about the people that you help. Because if you, like, Amy, if you stopped this podcast tomorrow because you didn't have the confidence to keep it going, how many people would no longer be chasing their dreams, right? Mm. So I would say kind of flip it. Just don't think about it from the perspective of you. Think about it as, you know, the, the loss to the, to the universe if you're not really sharing your genius with the world. 
So that's interesting. I know that sounds kind of like, you know, artsy fartsy and pie in the sky, but I really believe that. I really believe that. And I, I just had that conversation with, with a client today who's struggling to earn enough money in what she's doing. And I said, you know what? Like so many people are going to miss out if you can't find a way to make this work and you go back to the corporate world. Yeah. So it's interesting you say that because I do believe that as well. I think it's very important. I think self-confidence is one thing that is a huge obstacle for people who chase dreams, you know, self-confidence within themselves, within the dream that they have. And just sometimes we always go for that outside validation rather than just being happy and self-sufficient with what we have. I love how you said that though. You said, you know, you're doing a disservice to the world by preventing it and holding back your talents and your dream. And I love that. It's, I think that's absolutely true. And I believe that's absolutely true for everyone, including those with world domination, even though I don't agree with it. You guys can hold <laughs> off on those, okay? You know, pinky in the brain. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I do know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Right? But yep. so when you had that conversation with that, the person you were just, just describing, how did they receive it? Did they automatically you know, they accept did, it? They did. They did. Well, no, they, they understood it. Um, will they be able to put it in place? And, and the conversation went something like, sometimes you have to, um, the example that I gave her was, you know, I know for a fact that my business would grow faster if I would go live on Facebook on a more regular basis or LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever. But I don't because half the time I work from home and I'm not showered until two, three o'clock in the afternoon. And, you know, and if I had just, if I would just get in the same habit, I would get in if I was working and had to get up and shower and be in my car at seven o'clock in the morning, why can't I get up and shower and be ready? Right? Like, and when the time comes, if I don't do that, if I don't do the things that honor my dreams and, you know, give that, that, and get the confidence to do the same kinds of things for myself that I would do for an employer. Why didn't I just do that when I, you know, when I had the opportunity to do it for myself? Does that make sense? Am I, is that too no. circular? No, no, not at all. Because, okay, it's funny you say it. Uh, so I'm in the process of writing a book and it's a very difficult thing to do on top of finding time to do said thing. And I was right. talking to um, some lovely people who are working on this with me and we were talking about how we need to make time for ourselves to do that. If, if somebody else needs me, or it just sends me an email, puts time on my calendar, whatever, or it needs me to do something, I will be there the drop of a dime. But when it comes to my own thing, you know, if I put the same effort that you just described into my own stuff, into my own dreams, where, how far would they go? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's about honor. You're exactly right. It's about honoring yourself. And, but that confidence is an important part of honoring yourself because a lot of times we don't, maybe we don't feel that we're worthy of that, mm. you know? So I think it all kind of comes together. And that's really the message that I'm hoping to get across in my podcast is that you can have it all. We live in a world right now that allows us to have it all, you know, to have, we have so many very free and low cost tools that we can position ourselves right alongside Pepsi and, you know, and Walmart, right. With our marketing. Um, but we've got to have the confidence in ourselves and honor ourselves and, and believe in ourselves that we can actually do those things. And, and then we have to do it, right? Then we have to put it into action. Yeah. That, putting into action thing is, is a struggle along with the confidence thing. But the other thing 
Um, and I just love this conversation. The other thing I find, and maybe you have as well, is people who are cemented in the dream without realizing that the shape could change. Oh, I love that. Yes, 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 yes. I love that. Right? Yes. So absolutely. Absolutely. An example is um, a happy couple wants to have a baby, but for whatever reason, they are unable to medical complications, if you will. Therefore, the dream is dead. But should the dream be dead? Because there's adoption, there's, you know, there's all these other options. The shape changes. Yep. And often when you when you kind of let go of the, the expectation of how it's going to happen and just let it happen, it happens in ways you would never have expected it to happen. Right. You know, like I can, I can give you a personal example of that. I, God, like a year and a half ago, you know, my kids are grown. So I put my house on the market and I'm like, I don't even know where I'm going to go. I'm probably just going to rent something someplace. And I had all these ideas of where I was going to go. And I wanted to be close to Manhattan and, and be near a train line. And I was looking at spending a ton of money every month for some, you know, and I don't, I don't really need it to be big and fancy, but you know, I needed to have a dog. I wanted to have washer and dryer in the, in the place and all these, you know, things I had in my head and out of nowhere, you know, somebody I know said, would you be interested in, you know, buying this house that she was selling? And I'm like, no, I'm not buying anything. I'm just going to rent, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, fast forward, I did buy that house. And if you had said to me two years ago that I would be living where I live now in the house that I live in, I never would have expected to do it. But at the end of the day, this solution, which is something I'd never thought of, is so much the right solution for me. And it was a, it was a configuration of circumstances that I would never have, never have believed would have, would have been, I would be happy with, but yet I walk around this house going, I love this place. And mainly I love it because as an entrepreneur, my, my overhead is so much lower than it would be if I lived in one of these cool places on the, you know, on the train line. Right. And one of my friends said to me, you know what, like you can hire a driver 10 times a month and spend less money than you would have spent doing that, doing what you're doing now. And I'm like, you're right. So it's just kind of taking out the how this is all going to happen and just letting it happen. I ended up in a, in a much better situation than I ever dreamed I would end up in than I would never have ever put in a plan in place to do. Let me ask you this because of that experience. How long did it take for you to wrap your head around that, to move away from what you were originally thinking and accept or consider even this new possibility? Yeah. Um, not that long, (laughs) not that long because as I started to kind of work through it, it just, it just was like, wow, that makes sense. Like it all made, I never would have thought of it before, but it all made sense as I was, as I was putting it in place. And, you know, in addition to, you know, having such so much, so having as an entrepreneur, right. Without having a regular paycheck, I don't get, you know, nobody writes me a $10,000 check every month um, that I can count on every month. I have to regenerate my income all the time. It's really nice to know that I can keep my overhead low Mm -hmm. and it allows me to do so many more fun things, you know, as opposed to having triple what I'm spending on this. And, you know, so, so again, at the end of the day, I've had to, I've, once I started to, once I started to, you know, process like, well, then this would happen and that would happen. I was like, this might really work, you know? So it didn't take me long to do it. But the point really is, is that I just never, 
I, I allowed myself to be open to the possibility of it. At first I was like, yeah, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. And I called one of my friends as I left that conversation and I told her about it. And she's like, are you crazy? Of course you should do that. It's like, really? You know? And then I started thinking about it and I'm like, all right, well, let's just take it down. You know, let me go down that road a few more steps and see what happens. So, and let me just say something. That's not an easy thing to do. That no. just kind of, I fell into that. Right. But when you're talking about, you know, making plans for your life, you know, I'm a planner. I want to know what's going to happen next week and next month. Right. So it's, it's easy for us to sit here and say, you know, envision the outcome and don't, in, don't, don't worry about how it happens. It's easy for us to say that, but it's not so easy to do that. No, which is why when you said it didn't take too long, I was like, wow, that's impressive because sometimes we fight against it so much and for so long that it's like, you forget about that, that it was an option. And it, it's like, I'm not getting my dream, but here's that possibility, but I just don't want to acknowledge it or accept it or, you know, be right. it. Yep. And that's absolutely, it's not easy though. To People, I think have to, each person is their own person and to wrap their head around it. Each one's different. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And, and, you know, some of that too I mean, back to the C word, the confidence word that mm -hmm. too takes a little bit of confidence, right? Confidence that, or belief that it, you, it will happen, right? You have to, you know, you have to have some confidence that it will happen and confidence that, that you've set down the parameters to kind of allow it to happen. Now we keep talking confidence and we talked about how it's not easy to have or, or to, to build. And I'm wondering what's the shortcut for that? I mean, have you come across one or have any things that you work what? for others? Uh, yeah, no, I wish I could say yes. I will say that a lot of times it, it sometimes has to come from other people, you know, like it sometimes has to come, you know, from somebody like, like somebody like me saying, all right, well, can you go tell me a little bit more about how good you are at this? Right. Like, tell me about how expert it is. And, and, you know, sometimes you have to, you have to, um, you have to allow other people to support you in some of these things, right? I mean, there, I guess there's people out there that have confidence in themselves and and can just go out there and do it. But very often it comes from from the people that you surround yourself with. Let me ask you about this concept, false confidence. I, and it, I don't necessarily mean it as false. Oftentimes people find or have said, you know, hey, Amy, you seem really confident. And I like to think of myself, honestly, as an introvert extrovert kind of person. Yeah, me too. Right. But me too. I exude confidence, but sometimes it's, it's a false confidence. It's a, I'm going to just fake it till I make it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, somebody just told me something recently. I don't remember who said this, but somebody's theory is fake it till you are it instead of fake Ooh, it till you make it. I like fake that it till one. you are it. Right. So, so it isn't about like BSing your way through something, right? It's about you know, like when I go back to my days in IT, like, or even social media, things change constantly, you know? So like, like for example, the day before we're recording this, Twitter announced that it may be changing its character count to 280 characters. If somebody said that to me in a meeting, I'd be like, yeah, that didn't happen. But knowing social media, I have to have the confidence to be able to say, really? Okay, let me check that out and get back to you. You know, so, so back to my IT days, I'd go to meetings, I'd walk out of meetings and my colleagues would look at me and say, 
what did, do you know how to do any of that stuff you just said you could do? And I'm like, yeah, no, we're going to have to go figure it out now. You know what I mean? Like we have to go figure it out now. But, but so, so it isn't about like, you don't want to make stuff up, you know, but it's, but, but it is truly about, so when you say fake it, fake it, like it's okay to not know everything, you know, but but stepping into it. And like I said before, positioning yourself as if you're peers with the most influential people in your industry. And that will eventually happen if you can really step into that role. I, I like how you said that. Um, cause you, you, I said, fake it till you make it. I like it. I like what you were saying, fake it till you are. But I also like how you were explaining. You're not, you don't want to lie. Right. Right. You don't want to make up stuff and then not do it. You want to deliver on whatever you're doing. Um, and I think that we should definitely make that distinction. Yes. And that's really what I was going. That's really where I was going. And that even, you know, listen, that even goes for your LinkedIn profile. You know, there's no LinkedIn police. I don't want you to make stuff up, but I do want you to be creative. You know, if right now, you know, right now my role is sales and marketing, that's what I teach. So I've recreated my previous roles to, to, to roll up to that. If what I was currently doing is HR, those roles on LinkedIn that you see three, four, five jobs ago would be more HR focused, right? So it's about recreating your past, not making it up, but recreating it so that it supports what you're doing right now. And that's how, you know, that's kind of, it's not lying about it, right? But it is, it is about recreating it in some ways. Well, and sometimes, like, sometimes it's just not important. Sometimes it's just not important. The details aren't important. It's the outcome that was important. Yeah. So it's okay if the details, you know, there's nobody that's looking, that remembers you from those days going, well, you know, I remember that project on, not a red shirt yeah. on, you know, so right. I remember that project. All <laughs> right. he did was, and the thing is, I think the important part of what you're saying is you're not, again, you're not lying on your LinkedIn profile. Don't do that. But right. you're presenting it differently. You're changing the perspective of what you did. Yes, I love that. Changing the perspective of what you did. Exactly. You're focusing on certain parts of it. And, you know, and that's all good. And and I think, I mean, because it all comes back. They all are interconnected when you're talking networking, when you're talking confidence, when you're talking about presenting yourself and your dream. Um, you know, at MapCon, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Did you feel that there was a... Vibe. I mean, as someone who is new to podcasting, how was it for you being in a room full of other podcasters? I tried to soak it all in, mm-hmm. you know, to really just kind of sit back and soak it all in because I know, I know when I'm out of my element and I was a little bit out of my element because I, I could tell there was just such genius in the room. But I also knew that just like we talked about earlier, these are the people I want to surround myself with for the next six months or year as I'm building up a reputation as a podcaster for myself. So it was about learning about podcasting, but it's also about positioning myself as if I'm peers with the most influential people in podcasting. Right. 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 So, so that's why I, that's one of the reasons why I went, I really wanted to go and, and get to know the people that are doing this really, really well and support them in any way that I could and, um, hopefully get their support in return. Yeah, I I just feel like that when you're in a room with other people, it like you said, other influencers, and you're there, there's some vibe in the air. And maybe yeah. it's just the places I've been. I just feel like there's a vibe of possibility. 
of positivity. Hey, even if you don't know how to do it, we'll all work with you to figure it out. Yep. Right. It takes a village. And there was such, there was such great support for the new podcasters in the room. Like everybody that all the veteran podcasters were so supportive and, and in tune with and helpful to us newbies, which was awesome. Yeah. And I think that's the thing with people who are chasing dreams and how you were saying, you know, surround yourself with those influencers, because those are the kinds of people you want to help you. Yep. And you may not know how they'll help you. I mean, that seems to be the thing about networking. I'm not meeting people to use them. Absolutely. I love that. (laughs) Right. I'm not trying to use you. I think we honestly became friends and we we're still getting to know each other, but I'm not going in and say, Karen, how can she help me with my dream? Karen, (laughs) hmm, what can I get from her? That's, that's not genuine, first of all, but I think that the world is small. Yeah. And that's true networking, Amy, because true networking is, you know, get to know each other, see how you can support each other. And maybe, you know, I can support you for a whole year before you come up with something that can support me. Or maybe you never come up with something that supports me, but you're going to support somebody else and, you know, pay it forward kind of thing. Right. That's what true networking is. It's about just really getting to know people, not for what they can do for me, but how they can further your business. And it could be just introductions to people anything. I mean, there's so many, there's so many good reasons to, to further your business connections. Um, that's why I love LinkedIn. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's important to be just open-minded and not be thinking about, cause you know what, here's the end of the, at the end of the day, Amy, for all I know, your brother is the CEO of LinkedIn, you know, and can get me, can get me on their stage. Right. I don't know that when I'm meeting you. So that's true. So you don't know, you just don't know, like you might have conversations with somebody and they may say to you, you know what, I really want you to meet my cousin, Joe, you know, I think now, and maybe that here, his cousin, Joe is going to be a great contact for you. You're getting this warm intro to somebody who didn't even know existed. Right. So it's, it's really just about, you know, being of service and continuing to do that and knowing that it's going to come back to you somehow, some way. And sometimes it might just be karma or having a nice new person in your life. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So Karen, Absolutely. you have taken these values and you're, you're sharing it with people. You're sharing it like you are on the show, aside from the fact that, you know, it's a great thing. And now you're doing your podcast to kind of continue sharing it. What else can we expect? Or is the podcast the latest vision? Well, the podcast is kind of, I'm a little, I really am anxious to get it going because the podcast is replacing my blog. Mm-hmm. And I think I still will blog on occasion, but I've, I haven't gone this long without putting a blog out in years, you know, so I'm, I'm really anxious to get back out there with consistent content. So the podcast is going, is going to be that, um, I have my, you know, my LinkedIn challenge, the linked up revolution and, you know, get seen, be heard, which is, which when you introduce me as the latest venture, that's really, um, a digital program that supports small business owners in social media and PR, which is a, a lot of people don't think about PR when they think about their digital marketing and podcasting is PR of sorts, right? If you are, you know, if you're a new business owner and you want to get your name out there, who's got a podcast that talks about the kinds of things you do and maybe you can pitch yourself to be on their podcast, right? So, so the Get Seen Be Heard brand is a lot about that. It's about how to incorporate the social media and PR together to really accelerate your marketing efforts. I love it. I'm, I'm definitely going to be checking it out, as should you guys. 
also. And remember, October 9th, the podcast launches, so you should be checking that as well. Karen, before I let you go, I have to ask, and I have a feeling I know the answer, but let's see. What is one thing you would recommend or suggest a dream chaser do in chasing their dreams? One action. One action. Um, You know what? I would say, you know, maybe this isn't one action. This might be 10 actions, but call (laughs) 10 people. Call 10 people in the next month. That Ooh. are doing what it is that you want to be doing, and and maybe you know maybe you connect them on LinkedIn first, and maybe you do some positioning, but literally try to get on the phone with people because outreach to people that you know could further your career. There's nothing like outreach. So the digital marketing is what positions you and how everybody checks you out, right? But but it doesn't replace actually getting on the phone with people. So I would say, you know, understand that. I don't want you to hide behind your computer, that I, I still want you to do some outreach. That's interesting. That's like an old school method, actually picking up a phone. I uh, know, right? Hashtag pick up the phone. Then we can blend the old school and new school. Oh, I like it. See, this is why you, <laughs> this is why you do what you do. <laughs> Karen, thank you so much for coming on the show and just sharing all your wisdom. Oh, this was so much fun, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, Dream Chasers. That was Karen Yankovich. How much fun was that conversation? We had such a blast recording it. Uh, She's a wonderful person. And be sure to check out her podcast. You can find the link to that as well as more about Karen over on the show notes page at ChasingDreamsHQ.com slash episode 114. That's episode 114. Okay. And until next time, stream chasers, keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing.